Welcome! You are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Dawn Fleming, an attorney-turned-alchemist and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. This show was created for courageous souls willing to step out of their comfort zone and design a new way of life. You'll gain inspired midlife wisdom from those who have done it as we share experiences, strategies, and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen, and you'll believe if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Welcome to part two of our series on the four proven strategies to create purpose and meaning overseas. Implementing certain practices in your life has been scientifically proven to increase your level of happiness. Ultimately, by increasing your level of happiness, you will be empowered to create a feeling of deeper and longer lasting purpose and meaning in your life. While that's important no matter where you live, it's a crucial skill set to master as you create and build your new life overseas. In part one, we covered a little bit of the history of positive psychology, which has only been around for about 25 years. Previously, most studies focused on pathologies are the negative aspects of being human. Extensive scientific research has proven what the Dalai Lama said in the 1970s, that we can physically change and rewire our brains by thought alone. How exciting, but how? In this episode, we'll focus on the second habit you can practice to increase your level of happiness. If you started to implement the first habit that we covered in part one, I'd love to hear your food feedback, how that's going. Recently, I had a team member who was going through a very rough patch with her spouse. Until they got married, she was unaware of his family trauma and the impact that it would have on their marriage. While she couldn't fix his emotional issues due to the impact that those issues were having on their marriage, she realized she had to engage in extreme self-care. We had a chat about exercise. She said she wanted to start, and I enthusiastically encouraged her to commit to an exercise routine. She asked me how often I exercised, and she was a bit astonished, which is when I explained that that's the reason my calendar is blocked for two hours every morning. It's because exercise is a part of my daily practice. I exercise doing something every single day except Sundays. It's non-negotiable. On Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we played doubles tennis for about an hour and a half. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I attend an online Zumba class. 
Then I invest another 20 minutes with my hula hoop. Now don't laugh. It's a great core strength training exercise. On Saturdays, I attend a Tai Chi class under a huge palapa. If it rains, class is canceled or we don't have enough people for tennis, my backup plan is 20 minutes on my rebounder. It's a mini trampoline plus 20 minutes of hula hooping. I don't overthink it. It's just part of my daily routine and I'm engaging in activities that I physically enjoy doing. That's a clue. In part three, I'll share another part of my morning routine. I committed to a regular exercise practice in my early 20s, about 40 years ago. Since then, the scientific research into the benefits of exercise have literally exploded. Back then, I did it for a very simple reason. I like to eat. But I looked at all of my female family members in Minnesota, who I dearly love, and none of them exercised. And they were mostly very round, with few exceptions. In short, I decided to exercise so that I could eat what I enjoyed guilt-free and not end up being round in the middle. Call it vanity if you like. Little did I know then of the many other benefits of this decision I'd made. So what does all of this have to do with happiness and creating purpose and meaning, you might ask? Well, I could literally be here for hours sharing research that proves the many health benefits of exercise. In the interest of time, I'll share just one study. This one I find exciting because it's not just about the physical benefits of exercise, which we all pretty much know by now. Are you depressed? Well, then get moving. A 2019 study published by the National Institute of Health found that exercise had been shown to be effective both in reducing mortality and in treating symptoms of major depression. It acknowledged that major depression shortens lifespans, while the effectiveness of clinical treatments is underwhelming. The study lamented that exercise is underutilized by clinicians. A common misconception they found is that exercise is only better beneficial for depression due to positive effects on the body, meaning from the neck down, not fully accounting for its effectiveness in treating depression or from the neck up. Clinicians also erroneously believe that patients suffering from depression won't exercise even if physicians prescribe it, and that only vigorous exercise is effective. And we've discussed ageism here before. So this one is the worst excuse of all, in my view. They found doctors had a false belief that exercise could cause more harm than good in old age, and therefore should only be recommended to younger patients. Wow. We'll be back in a moment. Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. 
Castellito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world. With an ocean view of crystal clear turquoise waters overlooking both the Caribbean and Cancun city skyline, we offer a fabulous location for you to enjoy all the peace and tranquility you're looking for on vacation, while also taking in all the excitement the island has to offer, with activities either in walking distance or a golf cart day excursion away. Please visit castellitocaribe.com www.castellitocaribe.com We look forward to seeing you soon. Is it time to go? Are you starving for adventure and new experiences? Ready to lower your living costs and upgrade your quality of life? Do you long for the freedom to live anywhere and earn in paradise? You can live a happier, healthier, and more joyful life. Don't know where to start? Join us for our free workshop to plan your overseas beta test. You'll walk away with a step-by-step plan to turn pie-in-the-sky dreams into your pinch-me-is-this-real-reality and create a life you never need a vacation from. We'll help you plan and execute your perfect exit. Register at paradiseroadmap.com. Welcome back to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and we invite you to subscribe if you like what you hear. I specifically chose to share this study because it references so many others. So, there are any other nerds like me out there listening who want to know more, there's a link to it in the show notes for this episode. If you currently don't have a practice of exercise, I hope that this information will inspire you. Of course, we've heard over and over that physical activity and exercise provide a wide range of benefits to both body and mind. We know that together, diet and exercise are effective at reducing and maintaining our weight. The part we may not hear as often is how exercise also regulates our appetite hormones, increases our metabolic rate, and improves the quality and duration of our sleep. It reduces stress, dampens the inflammatory processes, and delays the aging of our immune system. Exercise also improves our balance and our cardiorespiratory fitness. In short, the authors expressly acknowledge the fact that regular exercise is now recognized as an important lifestyle behavior that can reduce the negative impact of chronic diseases. Exercise can reduce mortality to the same extent as medications in those with coronary heart disease, stroke, heart failure, and diabetes. We know that physical activity boosts our mood, enhances productivity, increases motivation, and much more. But the main point of this particular research paper was to highlight that physical exercise has been proven to be an effective treatment 
for major depression in adults in several randomized controlled trials when compared to a wide range of other treatments that included the usual standard of care, psychological interventions, and antidepressant medications. In quoting their conclusion, the premature mortality of individuals with depression is an alarming public health concern, which is exacerbated by the present inability to offer satisfactory treatments. Physical exercise represents an un underutilized intervention that may uniquely address both concerns at the same time. First, exercise offers numerous physical benefits, which can counteract several mechanisms postulated to increase mortality risk in depression. Second, if prescribed and delivered correctly, exercise can be as effective as other first-line treatments while be being mostly free of adverse side effects. Wow. Unfortunately, as I previously stated, exercise is a rarely prescribed treatment. The research doesn't mention the elephant in the living room, in my view, and that's Big Pharma's role. They simply don't make money when doctors write patients prescriptions to exercise. I'll just leave that be for now. Did I convince you that a practice of regular exercise will increase your level of happiness? I've made my case. The rest is up to you. But here's what I know. You will never find the time to exercise. You must make a commitment to make the time. Treat that practice as your most important client if you have a business. Get up earlier if you must or multitask like I do when I'm on my rebounder or hooping. I watch videos usually to learn something. Okay, let's wrap this up. Here are the steps in using the strategy to increase your level of happiness. One, commit to an exercise routine. Two, start small if you currently don't have one. Don't say you'll walk five miles if you haven't ever done it. Start by walking for 10 minutes around the block and then increase it gradually. Three, pick activities you enjoy. I hate running, so it's not part of my routine. Four, include a variety of activities to keep it interesting and help you keep at it. Consider any health challenges that you might have and pick your exercise accordingly. I'd love to hear your feedback. Are you motivated to create a daily exercise routine? How, how often will you commit to? Three times a week? Five times a week? What's your plan? Please share it with me. This episode of the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in.
Did you love this episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast? Then please subscribe to our show and leave us a nice review. It's very much appreciated. We also invite you to become part of our Overseas Life Redesign community on Circle, where you can join us live for these broadcasts. Visit opats.com, that's O-P-A-T-S.com for details. Thank you for listening.